Our hats are off to the U.S. Attorney's Office for making this happen, pre Perara, uh, and we're hoping that this sends a message to the governor and the legislative leaders in Albany now that the, now is the time for ethics reform. Yeah, I'll believe that when I see it. This is Blair Horner uh, from one of the so-called good government groups. Uh, he's executive director of New York Public Interest Research Group. Talking about the Skelos uh, sentencings yesterday, and we're joined by our legal analyst, Paul Harding, from Martin Harding and Mazzotti. Hey, Paul. Hey, good morning. So, you know what? I heard some speculation that if the Skelos has got away with even seven to nine years, that would be a victory for them. Six and a half and five, in my opinion, that seems pretty light. Is it? Well, what do you think about it? Yep, everyone was a bit surprised. Uh, when you really kind of drill down, you try to say, well, is this silver? You know, and that's kind of our litmus test in terms of the amount of time we've seen a politician get. And it wasn't. You know, it, it's not the magnitude. It doesn't have any of that feel. I mean, here we've got Dean Skellis. He has a son. He's making decisions for his son. And there's a sympathy factor out there throughout the whole trial. Uh, Adam, you know, one of these characters outside of government that we looked at just seemed to just not get life. And I think he benefited from what appeared to be uh, a reduced sentence based on his father. Uh, do you really see this, their sympathy for Adam Skellos? I mean, the no, way I, he I, behaved I, himself, not I, only yet, throughout the trial, I, yeah. but yesterday, too. No, I think he had the benefit of, of the father. You know, I think, you know, giving giving father uh, five and Adam 11 just didn't add up. So I think he additionally maybe benefited from uh, the theme that his father's not um, as bad and his actions were not as bad as that of Sheldon Silver. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's no doubt what Silver did was much worse and he stole a, lot, a ton of money. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and Skelos, there was some other money stuff, but basically he was trying to help his loser son, right? I mean, layman's terms. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fair statement. Yeah. And, uh, but he still, abused he, his, he still abused his influence and, and he betrayed our trust. He sure did, and you know he's you know, these sentences. Sentences still got again unprecedented. Sentence sort of set a new standard. You know, this feels more in line with what we've seen in the past with other fallen legislators in Albany. What do you see happening next with this? I mean, appeals—they're still out. They're not. Yeah. In, they're not in prison. No, they're not. Uh, they've got a full appeal going. You know, unlike Sheldon Silver, who's going to be reporting in July for prison, uh, they've got um, an appeal out. Uh, there's no date set. For sentencing, but you know, I don't get it. I think because of the sentence, um, sure, they're going to file the appeal, but I think ultimately they're going to, uh, we'll see probably six or seven months before uh, they do enter prison. Really? Wow. And is that, are they waiting for that ruling involving the corruption in Virginia or it just, uh, but you do think they'll actually have to report to prison? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, again, you know, I guess if the appeal, they can find something mm. that was structurally wrong at trial and there's a new trial or something, which, which may or may not be their friend. Um, but I think ultimately what they're doing here is they're just going to uh, go through and look at the procedure. Can we win the appeal? Uh, they'll file the appeal. They could withdraw it because of the light sentence. I mean, there was some speculation that if the sentence were something like this, that you know they may just want to start serving it. But you know, listen, you sort of play your last cards in a situation like that, and this is your last card. You know, I thought it was interesting uh, that uh, Preet Bharara, after this uh, conviction yesterday, released a statement, and he said, t speaking of referring to both Silver and Skelos cases, these cases show and history teaches that the most effective corruption investigations are those that are truly independent and not in danger of either interference or premature shutdown. That seems like he was firing a volley at uh, the governor for shutting down his the anti-corruption uh, Moreland Commission. 
Sure did. And, of course, you know, this general theme of stay tuned, right? I mean, that's yeah. what we are hearing from the prosecutor. You know, he's saying those things. He's saying the subpoenas out. we got Joseph Percoco, uh, who's super tight with the Cuomo family administration. And, you know, I guess the question there, I mean, the theme there is if, if Joe's in trouble, uh, you know, is, is Andrew somehow uh, pretty close behind him? And are they going to uncover that? And, of course, the thing that was kind of, the sentencing of Shelley Silver, we know that the federal prosecutor spent a lot of time with him uh, prior to the sentencing. I mean, he knew he was going in, and who knows what he said relative to any information that he may know. But I get the sense that uh, that Mr. Barrara has information and that uh, he is putting a case together against some other folks. So all together now, stay tuned. Stay tuned, right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, thank you, Paul. Good talking to you. Okay, guys, thank you. Unfortunately, I'm sure we'll talk to you again soon about New York corruption. Paul Harding, Martin Harding, Mazzotti, 1-800-LAW-1010.